welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for another video today. In this one, I'm gonna talk about Redbubble tags. I asked you guys if you were interested in this video in the past and there was a pretty overwhelming response that yes, you were because of course, if giving proper tags on our listings are gonna help increase sales, it makes perfect sense why we're all interested in figuring out the best way to approach uh, tagging our products on Redbubble. Now, I've been doing a bunch of research I've watched some other videos. I've been I've been uh, reading the Redbubble blog. I've been trying to figure out as much as I possibly can about tags and how to use them most effectively. And what I'm going to do in this video is share everything I found out. So let me go jump on the computer and we'll get started. All right, guys, I'm excited to dive into this really quickly for the new viewers. Before we start, let me introduce myself. I'm Ryan Hoog. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. If you want to follow the links in the description, I've got a free eight-day print-on-demand mini course to walk you through setting up the Printful Etsy integration. Uh, delivered via email, one lesson per day. I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you. Uh, I also publish income reports on the first or second day of each month. You can follow my journey as a print-on-demand seller. I do share my Redbubble sales and profit. Last but not least, I've got a full print-on-demand course. I'm constantly expanding it. It's almost 70 lectures. It's basically multiple courses rolled up into one for the price of one. If you're interested, there's a link below. You can always shoot me a message if you have questions. I'm very uh, available. All right, let's dive into how to add tags. Now, most of you guys know this. It's, I'm only going to spend a minute or less on it, but go to Redbubble, open an account if you don't have one, then go to your profile in the top right corner, click add new work. It's the big red button. Now you have a choice. Do you want to copy an existing work, which is how I usually upload because it saves you about 95% of the time, or if you've never uploaded, then click upload new work. From here, you'll need to upload your design and you'll notice that there's also a... Um, I don't know, I, I always think of this as like the search engine or SEO, search engine optimization uh, section where we provide a title, we provide tags, and we provide a description. Now, if you guys stay till the end, I'm gonna put my uh, web developer hat on, which was my nine to five job before I quit as a result of everything I teach you on this channel. It allowed me to quit my comfortable uh, web developer, senior web developer job. So if you wait till the end, I'll show you what I dug up with all of these uh, in the source code of the page. But for now, this is how you add tags. You would do it right here in this box. And what's interesting is if you look at the tooltip, it says tags are how your audience finds your work. Use 15 relevant tags per upload. Use search terms your audience would look for to find your work, including your name. Make sure to separate tags with commas. Example, panda, comma, bear, comma, black and white. All right, so as you see there, it's not just single word tags. You can also have multi-word tags. You indicate multiple words by not including a comma between them. And by the way, I did some research. I didn't just go to the Redbubble blog and read, I, but I am going to start with the Redbubble blog because I figure if we're talking Redbubble tags, we should prioritize going to the authority. So um, again, I'm going to share everything I found with you in this video. I hope you're excited. All right, the first thing I read was the art of tagging on Redbubble, which sounds like exactly what we need. Uh, save your time, all right? The only thing that was funny about this article is that somehow they knew that I've been working biceps in the gym lately because it says, well, 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 look at those biceps. And then it says, I mean tags. So yeah, uh, that article was a complete waste of time. All right, the other article, seven ways to effectively use tags in your Redbubble profile. This one is a little bit more interesting and provides some, uh, some of my favorite advice, which is actionable advice, whereas the previous one really didn't. So 
I'm going to uh, basically read through this. Just the tips. I'll go quickly. Um, obviously, the first line says tagging is very important in making yourself visible and accessible online. All of your artworks on Redbubble should be tagged in the right way. So please do check out these tips and tricks below and share in the comments if you've already tagged works in your portfolio. All right, number one, there's only six. Bear with me. There's only uh, six of these. I'm going to read through the important parts. Adding tags to individual images makes them easier for people to find when searching for artwork. They work almost invisibly alongside big search engines to make searches diverse and deep, which again, I'm going to touch on that if you wait a couple more minutes towards the end of the video. I'm going to show you how. When you add tags to an artwork, for example, on a drawing of a Brooklyn street scene, then you can add tags that speak to the subject matter of the image. So tags like Brooklyn, again, this is a Brooklyn street scene is the image they're talking about. I should have replaced this image with one of Brooklyn. I just pulled that from the blog, but okay. Tags like Brooklyn, New York City, or street scene would be appropriate. When someone's searching on Redbubble and other search engines for these words, your artwork will be indexed and visible in search results. Now, just going to put, you know, a little bit of my two cents here. You have to understand each platform we sell print on demand on has different developers writing different algorithms. On certain platforms, the title carries more weight than the tags. I'm pretty sure that's true for most platforms because the title is typically shorter and you have the ability to add a lot more tags. So think of tags usually as, a, I think, secondary. For instance, like on Amazon, your title is weighted heavier. All right, learn where they are seen. Tags exist pretty co covertly, flying under the radar like sly little elves that help in searches. You can see tags on artworks on Redbubble by clicking on the description of any artwork and the tags are listed under the description. There's actually also a visible section called tags, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they call it tags, but it's visible on all the, the products. Um, Red, Redbubble automatically links your artwork up in the relevant searches that include the same tagged words. It's also super smart and includes your artwork in searches for phrases that include the same word. For, for example, if you tag a work with London Bridge, it will also appear when the word London is searched for. Granted, does that mean that if you tag a work with London Bridge and someone searches for London, that you're indexed and shown on page one? Because if you're not on page one, does it really matter? Most people aren't going to page two or beyond that. So I'm thinking that the normal rules of you want to get as exact of a match, you know, we call it like a string match. You want to get as close to an exact string match as possible. So if it's London Bridge that they search for and your title is London Bridge, then you are in good shape to potentially be at least um, ranked on page one. Now, someone with other sales history on those keywords, London Bridge, may outrank you, but you know, over time, hopefully, you can overtake them. That's why it pays to be early. All right, three, be consistent. Like most things on the World Wide Web, consistency is key. Tag all of your work in a thoughtful way. Tag according to relevant content and do not use it as branding or advertising tools. It will fail hard as it's not what tagging is really intended for. Look at the artwork and tag about the subject matter found within the image. See, they're saying this, but here's the thing. I So I worked, I'm, I know, I keep deviating. I'm sorry, let me get 10 seconds of your time. So I worked as a web developer for eight years, and I promise you web developers who write the algorithms are not writing this article. Someone in a different department for this company is writing this article. So while this stuff sounds good, I can pretty much guarantee you this isn't exactly like what they're saying is not exactly how it's going to work behind the hood. Um, Cause you can't really, what they just said in part two, uh, well not part two, I guess, but part one um, about how they function and then saying that you can't game the system. I'm going to show you some examples in a couple slides too. And I think you can game the system just a little bit. 
Alright, don't use too many. On Redbubble, you can add up to 50 tags to any artwork. Try and aim for at least 3 to 5 tags, with 10 being a good chunky amount. So clearly there's disconnect between the people who wrote the tooltip that said 15, and whoever wrote this article that said 10. Again, I did some digging, I'm going to share some results, and we'll see what what number of tags were on the... Um, some I, When I was doing my digging, I was looking at like the big, major successful listings, because I figured that's a great place to start, we all want to be there. Um, so we'll, we'll look at them for an example. For the love of all that is holy, do not tag spam. Try and keep to around 10 or less on each artwork. Ask someone who doesn't know your images inside and out for some keywords or phrases that come to mind to get a good sense of what people notice about your work. This can help you select key tag words to use. And when in doubt, less is absolutely more in the world of tagging. Interesting. Again, I hope that on a technical level that is true, but you know, just saying we're going to preview in the uh, very near future some of the most successful listings on Redbubble and how many tags they have. Five, do not tag spam. All right, tag spamming is adding irrelevant search words to your tags that have nothing to do with the term users have searched for. You can imagine it's quite frustrating when you're looking for artwork with specific themes and instead see irrelevant images. You've probably seen, okay, are they saying anything useful here? Um, I don't think they're really, okay, avoid tag spam. We got it, let's just skip. Don't fear them. Tags are very important to get new eyeballs on your artwork. To add tags, go into the edit screen of an existing work or add tags when uploading a new work. So that's one thing I didn't point out earlier. You can go back in time and you can edit existing listings with new tags. You can remove tags, etc. Um, that one article that I told you to skip, maybe the only relevant thing that they said in there was that you can, I mean, they actually suggested, they said it was valuable to constantly update tags. <laughs> you know, in a tech, in my mind, I'm just like, as a web developer, I can't imagine that actually adding value, but they said it does. So I, you know, they, they, they would know, right? They would know more than I would. Uh, you've, and again, you also, if you're going to do that, make sure that it's worth your, remember your time is money make sure that you're going to actually like make some money from going back and editing tags on a Redbubble listing because that time could have been spent generating new designs and creating new listings on other places. So I'm just saying, always think that way. All right, after you've input a handful of relevant subject tag, subjective tags, you can select your media. There's no need to add a tag for the media type you've chosen as the one or two media types will also work with it, with search results. Remember, high quality and relevant tags are important. Uh, so I think that means like, don't put the word uh, t-shirt, you know, don't put the word shower curtain, backpack, you know, they have so many products that your designs can be sold on Redbubble. Don't put product types in your tags, just uh, put the generic um, tags. All right, I ran some tests. Let's see the results. You guys excited? I searched for unicorn t-shirts. Now the t-shirts part, you can see that their algorithm just put that in a, uh, I don't even know what to call it in the search bar, but you can undo that and just see all products that are ranked on the keyword unicorn. Um, but now we're seeing unicorn t-shirts specifically. And I went across the top five here that you see behind me and did a little digging. All right, we'll start with this one. Notice the very first unicorn shirt says in the title, the first two keywords are central intelligence. Interesting. Uh, and uh, so I went to Google image search, which I believe is the next one. And I typed in central intelligence, always be you. And if you guys haven't seen this movie with The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart, it was absolutely hilarious. Like it was a movie about nothing, but of movies about nothing, this one was actually really funny. I mean, it was good. Um, now, granted, when I watched this movie, I didn't think to sell this t-shirt. Maybe I wasn't, I don't remember when the movie came out, but maybe I wasn't doing print on demand back then. I don't know. Um, but that being said, whoever was sharp enough to create this design that The Rock wore in this movie, as you can see here, uh, they're doing quite well uh, selling this design on Redbubble. And one thing worth noting 
is that they were ranked as the number one result on Unicorn T-shirt, even though they are drawing sales from people searching Central Intelligence Unicorn T-shirt as well as Unicorn T-shirt as well as Central Intelligence T-shirt. Just saying, they're getting indexed on multiple very valuable sets of keywords. This is the dream. Um, You'll also notice that they threw in Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart in their tags, and Redbubble has not removed the listing. Does that mean it won't be removed one day? Of course not. It can still be removed. Um, When you put like celebrity names in the tags, you're opening yourself up to that risk because the way it works is people who represent those celebrities and their brand, they just do a search. Dwayne Johnson on Redbubble and they can just literally every single thing that shows up as a result if he's not selling anything that's the rock by the way if he's not selling anything on Redbubble they can just report every single listing and they'll all get taken down so just saying um it's possible that they own the rights to sell this shirt and even though if you actually asked a lawyer it's like are they infringing probably not it's just a unicorn t-shirt that says always be you I didn't go looking at the trademark database but I'm just saying there's a lot of ambiguity there. All right. Also, if you're wondering, like between the two valuable search terms, central intelligence shirt and unicorn unicorn shirt, I did a Google Trends analysis. And as you can see, unicorn shirt outranks central intelligence shirt by about a million to one. Like it's not even close. So uh, this the value of this shirt is really being derived from being ranked on unicorn shirt, not central intelligence. But who knows when this shirt was initially uploaded, maybe they got that initial spike if they uploaded it around the time that Central Intelligence, the movie, was trending, maybe that got them a nice big head start. All right, also, my buddies at Merch Titans, that's the upload automation tool that I use every single day. They have a free Redbubble tag generator. Now, somebody messaged me and said, it's not free. No, no, it is free. Trust me, it's free. Like, the link is in the description or just use bit.ly slash Redbubble tags, but it's completely free. You provide seed keywords and it gives you the most common shared tags amongst the top listings on Redbubble. So as you can see here, I did some digging. Uh, did I miss the circle there? Always be a, no, always be a. You see, I tried to always point backwards here. So always be a is referring to the um, unicorn tag. So always be a unicorn tag. So it did pop up there and uh, it only returned one though. So that's not necessarily a tag that you should be including in your unicorn t-shirt. That's why it's ranked uh, pretty low, as you can see there. Um, whereas like unicorn, rainbow, funny, unicorns, cute, magical, magic, fantasy, animal, etc., those are all near the top because they're more commonly shared amongst the most successful listings. So, you know, I've, I could do a separate video talking about the uh, the free tag generator, but yeah, it's link in the description. It is free, I promise. All right, the second listing, real quick. I'm not gonna go too in depth on all these. So it's a unicorn riding a uh, dinosaur. And one thing, oh yeah, I wanted to go back here. Sorry, real quick, real quick. Go back to the tags. That first shirt had 10 tags. That's right on the sweet spot from the article we just read. 10 tags. All right. Number two, 27 tags. They also included some very generic tags. And what sucks is like we don't really know if those tags, those search terms are generating sales or not. With Amazon, you can actually gauge it better. With Redbubble, I don't know of a way. I don't know that they make any data points public where we can really gauge. So you'll see they included words like, well, funny, which is very generic, but they put ones like women's, boys, girls, kids, teen, youth, tops. And, you know, for for what it's worth, remember how we talked about going back and adding additional keywords? Well, if you're ranked number two, 
on unicorn t-shirt on Redbubble, that is a listing where it might actually be valuable to go back in time and add really generic keywords like boys, girls, teen, youth, because who knows, maybe you get indexed on page one when someone searches for girls t-shirt, boys t-shirt, your unicorn riding a T-Rex shows up. If you can rank on page one on those search terms, you are making bank, you're making a killing. So that's why if you are gonna go back and add tags, in my mind, it would make sense to do so in this case. All right, third listing. Uh, dabbing unicorn, we've seen this on so many, you know, the dabbing unicorn uh, niche or sub niches is, is everywhere. Uh oh, here we go. 37 tags. So that is more than 2x the 15 tags that the tooltip says, and more than 3x, close to 4x, what the uh, article that we read uh, said that we should do, suggested we should do. So you can see here, these guys, they might have even been using the, the Merch Titans tag generator because it looks like they just grabbed the whole top row of keywords and copy pasted them in here. You'll notice like the fifth keyword that they added is sunglasses, even though there's no sunglasses on that design. Does that mean it's not generating sales on the keyword sunglasses? Well, on Redbubble, unless, unless you know, hit me up in the comments, man. If you, if you guys found a way to figure that out, let me know. Other than just searching sunglasses t-shirt and seeing if this pops up, but that would be very hard to find. Because yeah, if it's not on page one, you're gonna have to keep clicking, right? All right, uh, and then this was the next listing. They had 32 tags. Uh, I don't remember if this is the fourth or the fifth. Yeah, this was, this was the fourth uh, search result on unicorn t-shirt search terms. And it looks like, by the way, it looks like most of these designs, if you haven't noticed, they're not just generating sales on unicorn shirt. They're also like a sub-niche of unicorns. You know, you've got the uh, unicorn riding a T-Rex. You've got the always be a unicorn from a movie. You've got the dabbing unicorn. Which, by the way, I wouldn't recommend going after the movie stuff. Or at least at least not on Amazon Merch. On Redbubble, where they're a little bit more relaxed. I mean, I'm just saying you could probably get away with it without losing your account. Whereas, like, Amazon Merch, very strict. Stay away. Um, all right, this one. It looks like the last unicorn are some keywords driving conversions here. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that book or that movie. But 32 tags, right? So, again, little mental note there. 32 tags, and they're still doing extremely well. And then the last one, number five. Oh, I just realized this is the same. Okay, number one and number five. I don't know why I didn't catch this when I was putting this together. Uh, they're both the always be you uh, central intelligence design. Although this one doesn't have central intelligence on their tags. They only have 10 tags and they're still in the top five under unicorn shirts. So clearly that is a popular design, even without the central intelligence movie driving sales or driving recognition. All right, I'm going to nerd out for like the next minute to two minutes. This is where I did my web developer uh, research. I crawled the source code and I went into a separate niche. I went into the realm of like programming niches and uh, it's not meant to impress you, um, but I ended up looking at programming shirts and then thinking to myself, oh yeah, I should check the source code and see how this is translating. So is there any value based on the tags you add that we can see in the source code? Because when you think of Redbubble listings, getting indexed on other search engines like Google, how, how is Google determining what this listing is about? You know, like if, if I have a unicorn t-shirt and I'm selling it on Redbubble, but Google is sending traffic to my Redbubble listing, well, how did Google know? Well, there's a couple ways. I'm not gonna give you a full lesson because I know this isn't my, uh, I do teach web development at a local university, so I'm not gonna give you the full class here. But as far as tags go, which is what we're talking about in this video, they dump it in the source code twice. The first one is the meta keywords tag, which by the way has been deprecated for a very long time, meaning it's useless. So this right here that I'm showing you, 
that was a long-winded way of saying it is not it's worthless now you can google it and say the meta keywords tag what does it do literally the result on google says it was really designed in 1995 for archaic old search engines and some could argue that the rise of google was actually based because of older search engines relying too much on the keywords tag because people could just spam the keywords meta tag and get their website indexed on completely random things because the ai wasn't good enough to know like what was working what wasn't so that's why google was able to through a a bunch of different methods um take us out of that that stage of the internet history uh additionally they dump so this is a really bad screenshot you see up in the middle there but essentially they take the same tags that i have right here behind me and they put them in a separate uh, meta tag called the sale through dot tags. Now, I was not familiar with sale through. Apparently, after some research, this is a marketing automation company. So if you've watched my channel, you know, I reference Redbubble a lot and how they they rank really well organically on Google, but they also do great like remarketing, retargeting ads automatically. We don't have to like give them a credit card and set up our own ads. They do it for us. So I am thinking that when they drop all of our tags from our listing and somebody clicks our listing, that person, like either on their cookies or on their Redbubble profile, those tags are now associated as interests with that potential customer's Redbubble profile, especially if they purchase, right? Then those tags should especially be associated with that now customer's Redbubble profile. So this marketing automation is is just that. It's automating um, marketing for Redbubble ad spend. All right, I'm assuming ad spend. I mean, I don't know. If it's not ad spend, then maybe it's just, again, Redbubble profile related so that when you log into Redbubble on your home screen, you have better suggestions. All right, additionally, this is outside the realm of tags, but relating back to Google, how does Google know to put my Redbubble listing at the top of search results on Unicorn T-shirt or the six stages of debugging going with the programmer niche? Well, the title that that person that created the listing added is six stages of debugging. So that becomes the page title on that listing when you go to the Redbubble listing. When you see it in uh, Google search results, that's the biggest blue text associated with a, a link that we're used to seeing in search results. So the big blue text is equal to the title that we provide. Uh, description, which is the second most important meta tag that's in the source code, uh, that's literally, they just take the description that we provide and it looks like they actually will append Actually, no, they don't. Wow, that's interesting. I don't know, actually. So this one, it looks like what they did is they took the title. Well, first they put a prefix. They put the word by. Then they put the title of the listing. And then they appended the artist name, Nikolay Todorov. And then they say as a, and then they put all the various product types that you can buy that design on. So acrylic block, dress, bath mat, canvas print, etc. So instead of using the description that he provided... Unless he didn't provide one. I didn't actually look that close. I should have. Sorry about that. Um, But it looks like they're keyword stuffing the description pretty well. All right. Last but not least, um, if you ever do social sharing of a link, you'll notice that they scrape the page and they try to generate a picture of what that page is, a preview for people in their Facebook newsfeed or on their Twitter feed to see what that is before they actually click the link. Well, you can also communicate those values in the source code of a page. And it's very similar to what I just shared here. They're doing that with the uh, Facebook open graph meta tags as well. So you can control how it's going to look in the Facebook preview by the keywords, uh, titles, tags that you, well, I don't know about tags actually, that didn't make its way in, but keywords and, uh, sorry, I keep saying keywords, title and description that will control it.
and then one of their mock-up images will make its way. All right, and last but not least, the similar design section that I noticed on this programming t-shirt, I went and I clicked about half of them because I wanted to know how are they generating this list of similar designs. And every single design that I saw here that I went to their tags and basically crept, you know, uh, spied on their tags, all of them shared at least one tag. So I'm pretty sure that's how they are generating these similar designs. You are eligible. I mean, this isn't set in stone. I'm not a Redbubble engineer, but based on what I saw, you are eligible to show up on similar designs as long as you share a single keyword under the all product tags. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If it was helpful, all I ask is let the YouTube algorithm know, hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed to my channel and you like the video, hey, just hit the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. I'm gonna be dropping a lot more valuable content. I'd love to have you here. Anyways, guys, thank you for watching. I'll see you next time.